Claire, thank you for joining us this morning. And by us, I mean um, me and Bo, because Emily's taking a nap, but she sends her regards. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. No, I uh, I am so happy to be doing this. And also, I was thinking about it right before we hopped on, and I said, do I have thoughts? And we'll find out. I think maybe I do, but they're kind of coming slowly today. <laughs> okay. It's, it's early. It's, it's another, it's another early kickoff and especially you being in the central time zone. Yes. That kind of leaves you right in the middle of team no sleep versus team up all night. Like that, that's a fine, that's a tough line to, to dance. It definitely is. It's been on, it's been unfortunate. And actually today I, I, I was weak and I didn't watch the first half. I was like, I can't do this, but, um, because you're <laughs> right. It's, much. <laughs> I just, I, my alarm went off at two 45 AM and my immediate thought was just like, Nope, I've hit, I've hit my limit. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the 3 AM start time is tough. It doesn't feel like early morning. I will say that when you wake up at that time, you do not feel like it's early in the morning it feels like it is yeah that's a weird it's like it's literally the middle of the night it's halfway between midnight and 6 a.m that's perfectly in the middle yeah but it it, you know you didn't miss much in the first half a another unremarkable game yeah definitely so I think like the big thing and this is why it was kind of funny to catch up on sort of what people were talking about once I hit halftime, because it seemed like another one that felt quite bad. I can't tell if it feels worse because it's in the middle of the night. And so like, I've seen, you, I've seen some of that discourse, you're just kind of like alone with your thoughts and you're very tired and it's just not a good game. And so it starts to feel like soul crushing in a way. Um, so actually I might be kinder towards the U S here than, than the people who were in it for the whole time, because, um, I mean, it seems like neither team was that interested in winning, Mm -hmm. but, but the U S particularly more so perhaps disinterested in winning, which is a little bit of a surprise considering that if they had lost this game, they would have been in third, which is not where they wanted to be. No. Um, But yeah, I think that like the two things to look at here is you have to look at the tactics, which they talked about extensively in the post game, but you also just have to look at the performances again, specifically the performances in the midfield and think to yourself, well, maybe if they had really well executed this idea of this very conservative game plan, you know, that's maybe annoying, maybe, but you maybe can understand like there were passes it. that went places, right? Exactly. They just didn't, they couldn't hit the broad side of a dang barn. And so that is the bigger <laughs> issue. The concerning that, part, I think it's something that's not good and it hasn't really improved. Mm. Well, I think there were, there were some bright spots. I think like it was really nice seeing Tierna Davidson, Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm full Homer on this one, but I think that she, if you want to look at like uh, someone who is putting together a tournament that feels not only good for the now, but also good for the future. I think you do have to look at Davidson and obviously she's been given a little bit of an opportunity because Abby Dahlkemper has been struggling, but I don't really know how you, how you take her off the field at this point. I, she's, she's been doing fantastic and like really just kind of rising to the occasion and you have to, you have to applaud that. It's, it's a, it's a good day for, uh, for your red, for your red stars. If uh, to, uh, to say um, 
Red Star is past and present, uh, if you think about it. You have uh, Yuki Nagasato giving us the the 4 a.m. wake-up call and the reminder the night before. We have uh, Sam Kerr leaving us alone. Uh (laughs) You know, well, I was going to say the other bright spot for the U.S., and I don't know how much of a bright spot this is because... Australia didn't have like the uh, last minute didn't have Caitlin Ford available. Yeah. That was didn't play, but like they were able to contain her, you know, I think that you have to think that Julie Ertz did a good job defensively. She was kind of on her, on her hip the whole time. Um, Oh, also talking about Chicago wrestlers past and present. um, I don't know if you saw in the, the team GB Canada game that Adriana Leone scored for Canada. And that's where I was just like, Red stars. That's a blast from the past. Baby. That's right. Exactly. Like out of all of the, all of that, I mean, there weren't actually that many goals today, but out of all of the goals today, that's where I was like Chicago. <laughs> I mean, there's still time in, in Brazil, Zambia right now. That's true. Um, but although that one's still pretty close considering there was, there was a red card, but there's still time. Yeah. Um, but we do, we do have the quarterfinals ahead of us. We've been saying, all tournament that the play needs to tighten up for uh, the U.S. Does that feel like a like a reasonable goal at this point? Do you feel like it's gonna it's gonna like turn up? Are we gonna get to eleven? Well, I think that you watch these games and you're like, well, it ha- it can't really get. I mean, to be completely honest, it can't really get worse. Like, I don't think that the U.S. has the ability to be more disjointed than they are right now. <laughs> and so there's that. <laughs> yeah. And so you do keep thinking to yourself, well, this has to, this simply has to improve. Um, and again, especially in that midfield. And I don't know, man, I think that, I think that when, when it comes to that starting 11 on Friday, I think it's going to be Lindsay Horan in, and not Sam Mewis in that, in that midfielder role, because Mewis has had a rough start. But, um, you know, the funny thing is that the Netherlands have looked good. They've been scoring a lot of goals. They have a very leaky defense though. And so I think that the U S has to like their chances to score on the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. but not if they, not if they even come out with the game plan that they came out with against Australia, you know what I mean? And (laughs) and that's, that's the concerning thing too, is because sure they dropped six on New Zealand, but they can't score against Australia and they can't score against Sweden. And you're just like, okay, so the Netherlands does present an opportunity. If you run at them hard, if you, you know, if you put out maybe your best three, top three of Heath, Press, and Morgan, and you just really go for it, you have to think that there's space there. But also, it seems like the U.S. is worried about getting stretched because they're afraid of giving up silly goals themselves. And, and I they've already done it. What? Well, right, exactly. <laughs> and I just don't know if, a, if the conservative game plan will work either because – they're struggling to take their chances on the counter as well. So like, be, yes, be I, who you are us women's national team. Be you. <laughs> I, yes. But has this team ever been them though? That's the <laughs> thing I've seen a lot of people be like, I miss Jill Ellis. I, they, used no one, to, no, no one misses like, Jill. That's no, no take that you, back. That is, that is pure <laughs> wishful nostalgia Yeah, because we were all in 2019 with our little Twitter fingers mm-hmm. being like, what? the hell Jill, who are on. you putting in <laughs> exactly um so i think that it, it's a it's a bit of a mix i i do think that everybody's concerns about where the team's head is at and especially kind of where vlad kuanonovsky's head is at is valid but i also don't think that they that they can't win this game and then i think if you make it to the semifinals well that's job half done and then you can kind of build up confidence from there but um yeah i i think they have a good shot honestly against the Netherlands, but they will have to not only play better, but just like 
try a little bit harder. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I am a bit surprised by their lack of, I don't want to say lack of hustle, but like there is a bit of a, there is a bit of a lack of fire. I think you can overthink these things. And I think that that is maybe my biggest black coat concern is that if they're thinking first, a lot about first rodeo. Yeah. And I think if you're worried about the heat and the humidity and people's legs and rotation, I think that you can work yourself into, okay, so we do like this little plan here and like this little plan here and it'll all work out and we'll get to the next stage. And then we'll just like get a l- tiny bit better, but not too much better. Cause we still want to be building. And I think that you can mind game yourself into a very confusing performance. And I think that that's kind of where we're at right yeah. now. I mean, like, like, Em and I were just saying before, like what NWSL game doesn't have heat and humidity. Like it right. does seem like there's a lot of emphasis yeah they don't really want to press and i'm not entirely sure why but but also i mean they don't have to if they can pass better so it's sure. like, there's <laughs> lots of avenues I think, <laughs> just gonna just gonna do like one of those uh soft hands drill uh but for but for kicking right in, uh, in practice <laughs> <laughs> they're just like so today we're going to be focusing on kicking the ball with our feet uh <laughs> And to the other person, and then they're going to receive the ball with their feet, and then they're going to kick it back to you. <laughs> and maybe just like they can go from there. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really think that if, if we get get back to basics and, uh, you know, and, and ducks fly together and uh, win the junior Goodwill games. And that's, and right. that's how that goes. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we have an exciting golden boot race that um, has been really cool. Like it's been really cool to see uh, Viv Medina, Viv Medima versus. Barbara Banda, like, oh, totally. Yeah, I know. I had, I had greater hopes. I had hopes that that Zambia could sneak a few past Brazil today. Yeah, um, the red card the, did not. The help. red card <laughs> did not help. No, that that was a bummer. But um, yeah, Minima, I believe, actually broke the single tournament scoring record today with right. seven, which I believe breaks Christine Sinclair's standing record of six. Um, and again, you got to think maybe Minima's got a couple more in her against oh the United God. States. And yeah, I think it is. I think the fascinating thing is that you have some, well, this actually it's all of the scoring has just been in this one group. So not a ton of scoring or a very balanced scoring perhaps is a better way to put it in group G between like Sweden and the, when the, what the U S did to New Zealand. And then you right. have group E where they're not very low scoring games not a lot of scoring happening there, but in group F has just been like yeah. <laughs> whole city. So it makes sense that both of the golden boot race leaders were from that right. same group. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I would not be shocked if, even if Miedema does not score and the Netherlands go out in the quarterfinal, I bet she still gets the golden boot to be yeah, honest. I, I could, I could see that happening just because just with how far back everybody else is, it's, right. it's tough to catch up. And, and knockout rounds are knockout rounds are tough. Well, right. And they're not like notching Kristen Press's like wizardry own goals for, for her. So and keeping up like those kinds of streaks of, of right. uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just going to keep you put me in the game and I'll I'll keep going. I can do that. Right. Exactly. Um, who, do you, who do you have as, as your as your favorite to to gold going oh. going forward? That's a really good question. Um. So the way things are kind of lining up, we've got, you know, Netherlands, Brazil, Canada on one side and in the U S and we've got Sweden, Great Britain, Australia on the other side. Mm. And 
I do. The, the thing for me that I don't know about Sweden is I certainly like, Oh, ma'am, that's enough. Well, who's your favorite? She, she disagrees. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought all I was saying were facts, but, um, we haven't seen Sweden get tested yet. So I don't know. They're, they're in a, they're in an interesting place where I don't know if, they will never be tested on this. It's kind of like with the U S in 2019, where we were constantly just like, well, we're waiting for the game where someone really pushes them. We kind of had that against Spain. Um, so I think Sweden, you have to really like Sweden's chances. And I'm going to be honest. I still don't see anybody on the other side of the bracket. That makes me think that the U S is not going to be in metal contention. Maybe they continue to just flop and that's possible. But with the idea that maybe again, they get 10, 15, 20% better per game. I don't know. I think that they'll be in the semifinals. I think that they do. I think that they can beat the Netherlands. And then it's just tough to say, what are they going to lose to Canada? You know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to come up with like, Canada would be happy with that. I think would be very happy with that. (laughs) I know. Um, But yeah, it's, it's interesting, but no, I think you just got to go with Sweden. I think you got to go with Sweden. I think that everybody else has had, positives but they are still just kind of like who we think they are if that makes sense no no one else is having that kind of identity crisis that the u.s is no it's right it's like you've got the netherlands who can score at will but their defense has some wildly poor moments (laughs) similarly to brazil brazil can score a lot and they also give up a lot of goals canada and yeah canada and great britain are like methodical to a fault and Canada has these sequences that look so good. And then they keep giving up late equalizers and team Great Britain looks really boring, but they keep getting results. And it's like, well, yes, this is kind of what we thought it was going to be. Typical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the Americans to totally mess that up. Well, I think that's fun though. I, I kind of like that the U S is struggling in, in a yeah, way. I, is, I, I, I feel for all of us who yeah. are like waking up in the middle of the night to watch it, but I think it was Charles Olney who said this, and it's true, which is that even now, if the U.S. does win gold, which is maybe they were the light favorites going into the tournament, that feels different now oh, totally. than it would have if they had just been like coolly, confidently going through the group stage. So, oh, totally. Yeah, it changes, changes the narrative completely. Now it's like a comeback story if they can if they can pull it off. And- I would love for them to be like, we're the underdogs now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like completely take the pressure off and just be like, nobody thought we were going to win. <laughs> just, just encourage it all the yeah, way, through. all the way through. I think that would actually be amazing. Just be like, you guys thought we were slipping. Ha ha. We're not. No one believed in us. Yeah. Just, no one thought we could do it. No one thought we could do it. Everybody thought that we were the worst team in the tournament. We can't score. Keep giving up goals. Everyone's like the U S who's that? The U.S. is a washed hoe. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us after this long, tedious morning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a hell of a group stage. And- it sure has. Can I ask you a question? Yes. How, how are you feeling? So, like, I, I was having this thought because, like, we've been seeing in other sports this has been a weird Olympics already, you know, because oh, yeah, like the, what would happen with us gymnastics today and like all of that sort of stuff. And you've got <sighs> swimmers dropping result, like just kind of a, people are struggling a little bit. It's a, well, it's tough. It's a tough yeah. games. It's a tough games. And, and I do think again, sort of that disconnect of it happening in the middle of the night. So either you're watching it live kind of alone in the dark or you're 
watching it later after kind of already knowing what happened and you've yeah. got NBC with their weird, like on demand and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And so I guess my question for you is, are you having fun? Or no, at this I'm point, are, I was going to say, are, are, I have not thought fun today watching, watching. I was like, I kind of am ready for this to be over. Yeah. Like we, we keep just like trying to find stuff to watch on like, cause you, that's the fun part of the Olympics is that right. you just click through all the, the wide family of NBC sports and you, you watch right. something and then now it'll, it'll say like, oh yeah, there's, there's basketball on, on the you guide. Can, and you you're click like, it, it's like right. shooting and you're like, what is the truth? What are we doing? Yeah, right. You're like, here is the, here are these guys in the final sprint of like a bike marathon. And then you flip over and here's a horse doing a dance. You know, it's like that sort of a thing. Yeah. But, and like, we've mostly just been watching on Telemundo because it's, yeah. it's, it's more fun. Like the, yeah. the commentators are usually more engaged over there and they're showing more sports over there. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too, with, with all of these, I do think, again, I think us USA softball is about to get silver too. I think they're about to lose to Japan. And so I think that when you do have that heavy, like us focus of the English, the English broadcasting in the States, and we have so many Americans struggling not to like compete, but to like get the gold medal. I just think that it does affect the, the vibe of the games, but yeah, I would say that like, for me, I agree that my favorite parts have been like, like yesterday I was watching like the sailing and I was like, this is cool. This is really cool. That's like the fun part is finding a, finding a fun sport that you're just like, Oh, look at them go. Yes. But like following something and being emotionally invested in the journey has like brought only pain this time. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, and like, there've been a lot of like articles here and there that are like, people aren't going to watch for whatever reason. It's just like, there's, it's impossible to follow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, little fun. Yeah. Less, less fun than usual. Yeah. It feels kind of like a chore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I know, I know we're like, you know, we're all doing this for, so we can like work on, work on the games and and whatnot. So like that also kind of takes away some of the fun, but right. Usually when you're watching sports, it's, there's some fun. Yeah. No, I just, I always think, I do think that, I think you're right as well, that when you do, when you're doing content and stuff, it can feel uh, a little bit stressful in a different way, but yeah, no. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just having a morning where I'm like reflecting on no, I think the disappointment and misery. No, I think there's definitely something to that. And, and also the the early morning factor of it probably doesn't, probably doesn't help where, where we're all just kind of tired and cranky and our sleep schedules are interrupted and we're having too much caffeine and not eating breakfast. Right. And like thinking about our work day that we have to go, how am I supposed to do this for the rest of the day? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all bad. Well, on that note, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, this was so much fun. This was so fun. (laughs) Um, Could you, could you tell the people where you would like to be found? Um, Oh God. Uh, Yeah. If you would like to follow me and this is not even, even a suggestion at this point, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at scout. Ripley, I host the Equalizer podcast. I hope a Chicago, I host a co, I co, oh God, I'm losing it. I co host a Chicago Red Stars podcast with Sandra Herrera called Southside Trap. You can find us on social media as well. Um, but yeah, those are the places people can find me if they so choose. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> and and they have a Patreon. Support them. Yeah, support the Patreon. Yeah. We love we love Chicago Red Stars podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, on to the knockouts we go.